and welcome back to the Metal Hand of God podcast. I am your host, Wade, and this fine gentleman is... The rum guy. I was hoping you were talking about me. Yeah, of course I was talking about you. Uh, and today's guest, we have a, a very, very, very special guest. He's coming from the future. <laughs> literally the future called literally the, yes he's he's in australia and it's the future there um we have chris here with the from the band dreg is that that's how no. you that's how you guys say it correct yeah it's dreg yeah not dr egg as people have dr egg <laughs> yeah Man, that would be awesome <laughs> yeah no, no. bit of a sonic reference with Doctor, with Doctor Egg here. All right, that's that's. I've never, I would have never thought that. Who the hell thinks this kind of shit? Yeah, and there's there's some there's some slow people. <laughs> yeah, there is, man. Like 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 uh, with all this uh, nonsense with the um, the coronavirus. When you tell somebody to stay inside, away from people, and they're all partying together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's some smart people. What? Well, how yeah, is that? Right. Speaking of that, how is that affecting you guys and and uh, what's been going on? I see that you had a, a pretty decent sized tour schedule. How is this affecting you? Uh, well, the same as every other band. Like it's all just stopped, but it's like we were like I think the one that hurt was uh, we had Download Festival coming up. Like, oh we yeah. Were literally, we were like two weeks out from it, and we had just put the song out. We were at Prac getting ready, and one of the guys from Epitaph sent us a message basically saying. Heard a rumor it's canceled, not certain. And then we kind of just went, even if it's rumors, it's pro- everything's getting canceled. Like, this is what's going to happen. So it's one of those things where, like, we're not devastated because it's not like someone's just come along and put a sticker over our band and said, you can't play shows. It's like right. everyone can't play shows, and it's for, it's for the greater good. Like, there's much, like, as much as I love playing heavy music, as much as I love music and live shows, like, there's something much more important going on here. And yeah. I think it'd just be so selfish to, to kick and scream. I'm kicking and screaming in my own personal world to my friends. 100%. Sure. But um, I think it's, it's a weird time for bands to be publicly displaying any sort of angst about what's going on. It's yeah. Like, it is what it is. We I, can't do too much for it. I think it's kind of... Bands are acting kind of selfish. Some of them, they're kind of like, I can't believe you know we have to do this. Well, dude, nobody's gonna be at your show. That's kind of it. Yeah, it's like, man, that's just the way. I'm like, oh, we're losing money, so we all lost money. It's like, it's, it's, it really. Who I really feel for as well is like sound guys, merch oh, yeah. guys, photographers, people who just like their life is <laughs> is being on the road, and like, there's just not a whole lot that they can do from like the confines of their home yeah. you know i mean and venue right. venue owners because uh i'm like I, I do booking out here in louisiana and uh one of the venues the, the main venue that we, i book at is a book, little venue called babylon and and they're out, they're completely shut like they can't do uh, anything yeah, i would imagine like they you know they're normally a bar you know so it's kind of like they can't be open they can't serve anybody so the There's owner no way to make any sort of revenue yeah right and he's got to pay rent and everything else you know so it's it's a <clears throat> It's a big one, polish one, it. One idea that I meditated on the other day a little bit was just like, this is like, so like we're talking about right now the way that this is affecting the the music scene that we play in, like a very niche music scene where it's like, right. man, look at all these problems. You've got photographers and sound guys and venues and bars right. and promoters and blah, blah, blah. You've got all that. And then it's like, man, we amplify that. It's literally every industry <laughs> and every avenue of work, like every single 
person on the planet is affected by this yes. in one way or another right now. So it's like, think about the just millions of tiny microscopic messes going on, big messes, every single show and festival around the world of any genre, any sort of gathering of like public events, like speakers from like, uh, like social commentators and even comedians, even press conferences, everything is yes. just like screeching halt. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's... I mean, this is, I can't say this isn't unprecedented. They, I mean, at least here, I mean, there was the, it was 1880, I think was the biggest thing here was the Spanish flu epidemic. Well, yeah. The flu. And, and that, that really shut down this country. I know. I mean, it was, and it, it, some, it didn't end well for certain States. And I think this is just kind of a, uh, kind of a, a little bit of a repeat of of that yeah. just in, you know but people have changed so much so you're you know you you had a lot of people at at that point in time it was a different way of thinking it was a different way of living and now we're so used to being out in the, everybody's face and out in the public and being very and social borders regularly like flying right. into, into like internationally very regularly as well you exactly know? i mean it's 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 absolutely nuts but i mean this is giving probably going to give you some guys some time to to uh to be a little bit creative are you do you guys have uh like are you being able to be creative you know in your own homes in your own studios and stuff like that there or how is that working as of right now it's it's a it's a weird one so so right now i i live with my guitarist sam so we're lucky enough that we can keep the show rolling and our other guitar we're the three primary writers in the band so our other guitarist lives up the road but he can email us his sure his riffs we can put them in the computer and we can work with it so we we can keep creating music um we have some new music in the pipeline during all of this downtime but nice. it's i'm also realizing from from a like it's 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 interesting so the guys in the band they're they're finding it's easy to write like they're writing riffs and whatnot but from a vocalist and lyricist point of view it's a very strange time to write lyrics because I don't, it, it's like, I'm noticing like, I, I'm, I'm a, as you'd know by the music, I'm really into my hip hop and I, yeah. I mm-hmm. primarily, I primarily listen to more hip hop than metal these days. And sure. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of rappers coming out like within weeks of this pandemic. Right. And they've already got like some sort of song about coronavirus. Like I was listening to a Tom McDonald song the other day and it's just straight up called coronavirus. Yeah. And I was like, I was just kind of like, it's, it's so early to be to be uh cementing your ideas on this because like i'm kind of just trying to sit back and evaluate what i even think of this situation like where my political stance is on it where my ethical stance is on it and it's it's one of those like i I don't know where my opinion sits yet on the current state so i don't want to write about that and then i feel kind of selfish writing about anything else right now like it's a, it, I, I don't really, I can't be motivated to write some song about political correctness or genocide right. or like a silly song. I can't be motivated to do that because we're just bombard. And I, I, a lot of people say, don't watch the news, don't keep updated, but it's like, I, I'm not sitting around watching bloody Fox news back to front, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing, art, I'm seeing articles on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. And, well, you can't avoid it, yeah. man. It's everywhere. You can't avoid it, so it's like you're around it. You're you're having to to follow it regularly. It's it's a weird time to to let go creatively and and create something. Like I'm doing, right. my, I'm doing my best, and I, I feel like a lot of other artists are going to be in the same boat. You won't see a creative push for like another couple of weeks until we really 
have sunk in with what's going like I'm I'm a very extroverted outgoing active person like I'm usually out of the house yeah. doing stuff and I'm going crazy like I'm trying to I'm trying to <laughs> I'm just trying to deal with being inside a house at the moment, let alone trying to write, you know? Yeah, good well, luck, man. I completely understand, like, being in a situation. I mean, look, and like you said, it's it's impossible to – you can't avoid it. There's no way. Because my news feed on Facebook was for, – for the last three weeks was either coronavirus or um, – what was it? Uh, Tiger King. That's all I got on mine. Yeah. You yeah. know? And I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's where we're at. <laughs> well, let me let me let me flip flop this real quick. I want to know more about the band itself, and I think everybody listening yes. wants to hear it. So tell us, Greg, what when did this? Uh, how long you guys been together? Just give give me the give me give the us story. the breakdown. I mean, you know, you were age three. You were all sitting <laughs> around. Whatever, how it starts. Let me let's hear it. Uh, so basically. I, I used to play on a band in, in a, I used to play on a band. I used to play in a band uh, maybe five to six years ago. Back so I live in Melbourne in Australia now, but I used to live in Queensland uh, in in the Gold Coast, and I played in like a, a mosh metal band, like a pretty stock standard mosh metal band, uh, with this guy called Sam and some other friends, my mate Darren and some other interchangeable members, and then basically that. Towards the end of that band, we started getting a little bit experimental and adding hip hop and everything, and it just didn't do very well given the current where music was at. People just weren't into it, and yeah. the, it, we just saw the band starting to end. And it wasn't anything like, like I said, it was like a mosh metal band, and we just started adding some hip hop towards the end of the band's progression. That band was called Lane Cove, the Lane Cove. If anyone's mm -hmm. interested for whatever reason, and then um. Yeah, once the band kind of called it a day, I decided to move to Melbourne, and I was gonna do, I was gonna do either a hip hop project here, or I was just gonna start like a straight up hardcore band. Nice. And it was one, it was kind of one or the other. And then luckily, like a friend of mine at the time moved with me and introduced me to Jordan, who's the other founding member of the band, and uh, we ended up just writing some riffs, and we started writing like some like some proper hardcore music and if you listen to like our earlier stuff it's it's quite hardcore like it's very um uh i'm like i guess like iron mind uh third strike uh tui okay. like that sort of vibe our old stuff was quite hardcore but we always had this weird flair like i used to play in skirts um he used <laughs> to write all over it he used to write all over his guitar but it was like it wasn't funny we weren't trying to be funny we were just trying to be different we were just trying to showcase right because we're all like we're all well, arty you, dudes as well we were trying to put some art into the mix and then um we we kept that going and then band evolved and evolved over time some members came and went and then when it came time to making our second ep the dreg ep um we needed a guitarist so i called um uh sam that used to play in my old band back in queensland the lane cove i called him and just said yo man i got this band that's actually popping off down here in melbourne do you want to move and <laughs> sam's really good sam's really good at guitar like he's a born lead guitarist so i was like you want to get down here i uh, brought him down and he gelled really well with jordan and the three of us have just been this really good team and then we needed a drummer a little bit after that and we ended up getting uh my friend jorge who was just like he was just a homie and I didn't even know he played drums. And then one day he's like, yo, I play drums if you're a drummer. <laughs> and we were like, okay, okay, Ty. 
and then after a couple of years of about a year of touring as that band we um we lost our bass player and then we had our merch guy Zov who was hanging out with us like he was just grubby little bong smoker that hung out in the tour <laughs> van and sold out merch and uh, eventually he um when we needed a bass player we, we were without a bass player for about a month and a half and he just kind of goes can i do it and we just laughed in his face and said no you can't and then he goes give me give me three months and we were like we're gonna look for someone so we started looking for a bass player and then zov just kept practicing and practicing and then he was eventually good enough in time to go on this massive tour with hellions nice. and his first show his his first shows was like thousand cap rooms around australia and he's never played bass before in his life so that's fucking that's cool. awesome that is fucking yeah, cool. crazy and then that brings us to present day so that's how the five of us came together there's been other members that have come and gone and then um sure. the five of us have kind of like nutted it out and now we've got the five of us together yeah all right now, now i have questions all right, here are my questions. Oh, first off, I need to know, you need to send me these uh, these hardcore bands because uh, I'm a huge hardcore fan. Like, I've always been that way. Uh, like, I, I grew up listening to, like, uh, the New York hardcore scene with, like, Sick of It All and Agnostic Front and all those guys. So I, I definitely need to need to hear these, these other bands that you were mentioning because I've never heard of them before. Actually, I just realized, like, two of the three bands I mentioned were Australian hardcore mm-hmm. bands because right. I guess... It's one of those things with hardcore. Like, I'd be I'd be absolutely lying if I said that I grew up like listening to Terra and um, like I know Terra, Madball yeah. and all that. Yeah. Like I listen to those bands now, but as a kid, I was raised on like Australian hardcore from like local bands because that was all I was exposed to. Right. That's what you like, could get no, to. Yeah. Yeah. There was no need. Like it's it sounds dumb, but like there was no need to listen to Terra because the idea of Terra coming to the local shed that I went to shows at <laughs> it was impossible. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't possible. It was like I would learn like uh, there was a band up the road called Crime Scene down in Byron Bay. And I used to love their music because I was like, I know I can see them every weekend and I can run on people's heads and. I don't like, you know what I mean? Like I just go oh, yeah. to local music. Cause well, I, that, it, that's, it, it that's there. why it's so important to, to, to support and listen to local. Right. Bands. And that's, that's what we say all the time. Creative comes from. Yeah. That's what we always yeah. tell everybody. You got to support these local bands, man. It like, you never know when they're going to be like, here we are, you know? Exactly. That's the thing as well. You, it, it's really cool being part of watching a band do that. Like, I can name countless bands that I used to love when I was young. I used to go to every show, buy their merch. And now they're buddy, huge like i couldn't even i couldn't even get a word in with them now but like good good on them like it's it's sick to be there's something sick about being a part of that like, yeah like man i was there building that that community and that band and and it teaches Absolutely. you that you can do it yourself and it teaches you how to how to properly like cater to your own fans because i remember what yes. it's like to be just a diehard of a local band and that recognition you wanted for it you know yeah like the Absolutely. like the local scene out here in new orleans is is like that like uh you know i mean we've We've got the big famous ones like Goat Whore and Crowbar and, you know, you know, even members of, you know, the singer from Pantera was, was from here. Okay. I, I see him. Oh, like, right. I see, I see him like once a month or so when we're out, you know, like, he's, okay, yeah. And he's still a, a dude that goes to local shows. Like he's yeah. not, you know, and that's what, that's, what's so cool about these guys. You know, these guys were tour the world they you know they have huge record labels and you know all this shit and then they'll come see bands like my band my, when my band played the you know the guys would come out and see us you know like that's fucking so cool you know 
it's kind of like what keeps you it's like it's like if it's like that's what you got into it for do you know what I mean? right like, exactly like i try to do it here as well i try to hit as many like local i've got a few friends around here that just do local hip-hop i try to get to as many of those shows as i possibly can like it gets it gets hard as your band starts to do more because well, yeah it's it sure. in a weird in a weird point now because it's like now i've got all the time to go to shows but I, there's no shows <laughs> it is what it is but yeah like there's something i love about going to, like i went to this really small um hip-hop show a couple of months ago to uh, a friend of mine named teeter he's a rapper named teeter with his friend real name uh great rappers and it was just like it was so funky man like they had a coffin on stage that they came out in <laughs> They like were shaving their heads and eating ramen like on stage. Like I felt like I was in a living room. But, That's like, awesome. This... And it's like, man, you don't see that when you go see like fucking uh, I don't know. Like, like I love Kendrick, but you go to a Kendrick show, you don't mm-hmm. see that. You no. see a light show and like all that. You know, you go to these local dingy shows and you see fucking crazy shit, man. Like people are really being creative. They're trying to think of a way to make that small venue just absolutely wild. Exactly. We we actually host a thing we do once a year out here called the 8 Unholy. Well, it's not 8 anymore. It's just called the Unholy Nights. And we do 9 or it's it's, it's either 8 or 9 depends on how many um weekend days there are in the month of February. And we do every Friday and Saturday at, at that venue I was telling you about. And it's the little festival's been growing bigger and bigger every year. So this was, that was the, the fifth year last year that, that happened, just not, just passed. And uh, we've had, I mean, there were guys standing on the bars. There was people, like, naked. It was, it's, it's, if you go to the small shows, you see shit that you won't ever see at big shows. Hands down. Exactly. Exactly. Hands you see down. that drunk patron who's just like don't give a fuck milling with his shirt off. Yes. And like just you just see crazy shit that you don't, see. and you see community. You don't see community at those big shows as yes. much as I love those big shows, and I'm I'm actively trying to play them. Like <laughs> there isn't there isn't that same community at local shows. Nah. Where it's like if this is a room full of people that are here for the same exact reason. You know. Yeah, I well, agree. You, you you mentioned crazy, and I want to say. Uh... <laughs> Crazy is the video for your new single out. What is this? Hectic? Yeah, hectic. Yeah. <laughs> that yes. video is nuts. Man. I love it your videos. Made... It's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Absolutely man. awesome. Thanks. Like, I, like Thanks. I, I, I told you on, on Instagram, man. I was like, I love the videos, dude. Like, it's good to see somebody actually putting out something that's a video that's not just fucking live shots of them. And... Yeah. And and I really I, look. Don't get me wrong. I dig live shot. I love watching live shows. But uh, when you're gonna do a music video, you gotta be a little artsy with it. And and you guys really blow it. <laughs> take it out of the park, man. It's it's awesome. Well, you, you well, start off like... with a guy from the future, and then you go into the whole the yes. whole band thing, which is that just that's just absolutely nuts. But I <laughs> I, I was curious uh, with with what you're doing. I mean with this was was this this video you, your idea was this uh, a producer somebody else's idea to come up with how how to do this video or no nah, or... all the all the all the videos are the ideas of the band like we just put in I, this this idea was this one was primarily Sam and myself um, okay Return of the Dreg was uh, primarily Sam Jordan and myself uh, you've got Weirdo that was primarily uh, Jordan 
and mm-hmm. a little bit of me, mostly Jordan. Sorry, Daddy, that was more Jordan. Like this, <laughs> we just kind of like all just. It's like if someone thinks of an idea, we just like like we we're we're a very teamwork band. Like we work together and we're, we're very close dudes. And we have a very um we have a very clear vision of what we're trying to do. Like so, we like each other's ideas. Like if someone says, "Yo, this could be cool," like we all just kind of jump on board with it, you know. Cool. So cool, cool. I, I don't like we might bring in some sort of director for it one day, but like I said, it's like we just lo- we love the idea of thinking of the ideas ourselves, and like the only time we'd bring in a director would be to help create the vision that we're trying to create. But it's all one big story, and it's full of Easter eggs and everything. And if we brought someone in to do it now, it would just kind of ruin the story, I think. Yeah, and that's another thing. You you you're not just throwing up music. It seems like I mean lyrically, I'm catching. It's you've got a point that you're you're, you're getting across. You've got a story you're telling in the songs that you're throwing out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so that's and it's kind of cool to see that reflected also in the videos. A lot of times they don't they don't mesh to me. You know, you'll you'll watch a video and you're like, okay, it's it's a dark, creepy video, <laughs> and what are we talking about here? You know, but this you can watch this video and really get because it's it's meshing really well with what you're what you're bringing across. Yeah, I guess like we try to just tailor to the song. Yeah, yeah, very very cool. So all right, look, since we talked about it so much, man, I am going to uh, play the song "Hectic" for you guys. So sit back and enjoy. Here it is. Don't have time for those who do the same around and run I don't mind if you want to talk about me all the time I don't care if you're scared of the ideas you present I'm done 
yeah so there you go that was fucking hectic right there i hope you guys enjoyed it because i did and uh and see that's like editing magic man see what i'm saying it was absolutely it's amazing it's, it's beautiful it's beautiful <laughs> well well this has been a double kind of a, a a kind of a fucked up kind of year for for australia too i mean you're now you're dealing oh, yeah. with what's going on now but how did the uh, how did the fires affect y'all well one one thing that to back to backstep it really quickly, I guess one thing that I've been, I guess hovering around the house saying lately and just talking to friends about is like, it's we're so lucky that that isn't happening now. Oh God! Yeah. Would, oh no we, doubt. We we would be a disaster if we got hit with these two things at once. And it also makes me realize what a vulnerable state we are in right now. Where if like anything like worldwide happens like that, like we are oh, just. Yeah sitting ducks is the entire world right now so that's one thing that i've been kind of counting the blessings for but um fires is a weird one because we we live in a city so we we're not very effect like we we have some smoke come in like we have some smoke come into the city and it makes a bit of a haze for a few days and people complain about that but to be honest sure. we're not sure. we're not very directly affected where we are there was some there was some fires on the outskirts of the city but they weren't they weren't anything like what you would have seen footage of. That was all more going on in like our rural, like farmland and out now bushland and stuff like that. Right. And then, and, and then if you go more towards like New South Wales, it was starting to like, it was starting to affect some like bigger areas there. Even in Victoria, there was some areas being affected, but but New South Wales and Queensland really, really, I think South Australia as well, but New South Wales really copped it like like all the koala population there and everything. Yeah. And then what's interesting about that is New South Wales is also the state at the moment that's copying coronavirus badly. Whoa. So Ooh. New South Wales is like the state that's really just dealing with it th this this year. But um, so they're like it was getting decimated. Hey, sorry. Oh, I said so they're like getting decimated with all this shit, man. Yes, yeah, they're just absolutely copying it as a state at the moment, and like, like we've definitely got cases all over the country, but New South Wales has communal spreading where it spreads person to person, so they're, um, yeah, they're just falling apart at the moment after all of that devastation early in the year and then this now, but um, it was one thing that was cool was this sense of just I don't know like Aussie community, like it was like everybody knew how serious it was. I saw friends even like every show that was announced that month was just 100% benefits. Every sure. bit of merch sold was 100% benefits. Like it's one of those things like Australians, like we, we, there's a lot that we can disagree on, but like we, we, we love our country and we love and we appreciate how good we have it here. And when something bad happens, it's kind of like left wing, right wing center young old we all just kind of pull in together and go all right let's just fucking let's just get like people were going from all walks of life trying to get out there and volunteer and help like That's great. the barbershop the barbershop i work out we were donating like money from our haircuts like we had all sorts of different shit just like the whole and it was like no one deserves praise for their virtue in it because everybody literally everybody pulled their finger out like I couldn't name a person I know personally that didn't have some sort of like positive effect towards helping, you know, That's like cool. it was everybody. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of disheartening in a way to, to think about for at least, I don't know, maybe on, on a global scale or I, I know a lot in this country that it it's, 
everybody walks around with their middle finger up until something horrible happens. Yeah. And and I I I think you for for a period of time everybody gets a little bit more. It takes a tragedy to make humanity. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes and and I think I think maybe when we if we can start to work and and, and see that more globally and on a bigger scale the picture and, and recognize that I think things together as a people we can come together a lot but instead of walking around blind to the world in and waiting for the next tragedy the next the next a major fire the next world trade center disaster before people can come together i think i think if we just focus on it now and look and see people are still good we can still be humans here we don't have to I, be our our fucking robot lifestyle you know yeah i think the big thing is just like people need people from both sides left and right like sure. need to need to be able to just because you're always going to have that you're always going to have your left and your right it's always going to be there and it's like those two people need to discuss the fact that they don't agree and when you don't agree on stuff that's that's okay but we don't move forward until everybody kind of works together and and communicates together like we're definitely seeing at the moment with um with this virus like there's different parties that have different plans and different ideas and it's kind of like what we need to be doing is just looking at facts like we don't need to be pushing either agendas right now we need to just be kind of going off what's what's what needs to be done you know and i i hope i hope that after a few months if not six months however long this is going to pan out i hope after all of this that people start realizing one, there's just no room for like false information. Um, that exactly. doesn't seem that doesn't seem to help in any way. Like that just seems to be making things worse. And like you said, just this idea it's it sounds so la la and it does. Like, I mean, happy, happy, but, it... but but it's it's one of those like I have a lot of friends that I that I disagree with on on so many levels, like so so many levels. Like I disagree with my girlfriend on stuff, like. But I still love these people, and I can have conversations with them. Like I disagree with my with my dad on stuff. I can talk to him. Like people need to be able to not see eye to eye, but but work together. And right. I hope the thing that comes out of this is that Parliament and government is kind of not not that they open their eyes and oh we're woke now and that's what we're going to do. But I I hope that this is going to force the the world to change for that way. Like. I hope, like, uh, one thing I'm noticing is oh, over a very, it, it's very slowly happening, but if, if you watch it, you'll see it, like, news headlines and all of the big news corporations are slowly realizing that they can't really get away with too much lying and clickbaiting in this going on because people are trying to find a, a source that they find reliable and then stick with it. And if And if media outlets continue to lie and give the wrong information and use like clickbait headlines. It's all just going to, it's all just going to disintegrate upon itself and we're going to be back where we started, you know, Christopher for, for president 2021. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. De de definitely not. Definitely. Not. No <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I will, I will stick to uh, smoking bongs and making jokes about it all. <laughs> you know what? You know, may, may, maybe we need a president that smokes bongs, man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, our cheeto. Yeah. Uh, yeah, our cheeto. Um, 
but man, you know, dude, you're going through a lot of shit out there with all that stuff and everything like that. But it's good to see that. What I was excited about was was the the music that's coming out. And when I just saw you guys, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, you know, I didn't know who you guys were right away, but. I got a damn ad on my feed and I was like, look at these guys. It says you might like these guys because they're on this record label. And I'm like, okay. So when I clicked it, I was like, dude, these guys are awesome. I sent it over to just, uh, for, to rum. And he was just like, man, let's, uh, so I was like, let's get them on the show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm passing it on to everybody, man. Yeah. Me too. Uh, me too. It's good. It's apps. It's, it's really, really good. And it's, it's something fresh, something, you know, something a bit, you know, you've, you've taken, that those those concepts those ideas mashed them together and have your own sound and and i think that's great and and, I, and, and this, the music is really awesome and you can tell sam the guitarist he is fucking awesome yeah for real yeah <laughs> he's he's got some amazing shit going on there he was uh i mean you you can hear you know you can always hear little influences in people like you know when they're playing what they're either playing guitar you know you know vocally at times you can hear influences but uh i, I hear that guitar i'm like i hear like fucking like classic old slash shit. I mean, yeah. I'm hearing yeah. that type of just very smooth, confident guitar playing, and I I, I really dug that definitely. But everybody yeah. in the band sounds great. Nah, thanks, man. Like we try. I think I think that's just kind of it. Is like I think the reason people well a lot of people don't resonate. Like we're quite a polarizing band, but the reason the people that do resonate with with it, I think, is just because we're just trying to be as authentic as we can. We're trying to be our authentic selves. We're mm-hmm. trying to we're trying to be as honest as we can with the lyrics. We're trying to just we're not trying to make music for any sort of market. We're just trying to make music that we like, as far as like the instruments go. Right. Like we're just we're just trying to do our own thing. And like, don't get me wrong, it'd be awesome to be a huge band one day. It'd be awesome to be like as big as Parkway Drive. But also like, I just want to have a fan base that gets what we're doing, whether it's the biggest fan base in the world or whether it's small and it's enough just to keep us touring like i just want an honest fan base who understand it who get it and it's it's awesome like we got we got really cool fans like oh i'm a sucker for the comment section i know i shouldn't go down there and read but i'm a sucker for it and <laughs> when whenever the hate rolls in i love the hate but whenever the hate rolls in like it's it's so cool like our kids jump on them like like they don't need to do that but they jump on them and they're like yo like they, they defend it and we we see it on Twitter. We see like people that like the band defending like anyone that calls it too weird and abstract. And I don't know. It's cool. We got this fan base that kind of get it. And it's like we're all just in on this big joke together. And it's well, I, it's really it's really fun. I can I can hear you guys on the radio right now. I, oh, yeah, I me mean, too. You, you mentioned 100. You mentioned Parkway Drive. I'm like shit. These guys are better than them. I mean, yeah, I agree. Guys, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um. Well, I'll tell you what, dude, uh, we, we're we about to shut this show down and uh, get out of here. But why don't you give these people like any URLs or anywhere they can get in touch with you guys or look at your music or listen to your stuff. Just put it all out there right now. Yeah, yeah um, the best the best place to see what we're doing is Instagram because it's 2020 and that's just where everything is. Like our Instagram is where we put all the, the main information. Uh, so just drag music on Instagram. We've also got Facebook. We post on there pretty regularly. Not as regular as Instagram. We've got Twitter as well. I don't run that, so I wouldn't trust that. Zog runs that. <laughs> um, and then, uh, like, 
I don't know. Like, just anywhere. To be honest, like, I don't care about social media. Like, if you, if you like the band, just go fucking listen to the music and watch the videos and come to a show if we ever have shows again. That's basically it. Like, that's but all I care about. Definitely, everybody needs to go and, and, and listen to this band. Find them. Because you've got time to kill right now, everybody. You're going to discover some new music. So, yes, exactly. So get on it. Uh, and, uh, you know, start, uh, start calling people, start calling your local radio stations. Let's get them over here. I want to hear them on, uh, I want to hear them in the States. I want to hear them when I turn my fucking car over. I, I definitely, hear them on the radio. So I let's definitely make it agree. They need, need to be out here. You guys definitely need to be played out here more. So that's, 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 that's my goal to try to get you guys some listeners, man. Thank you so much. Like that's like, that's the shit that like, see, that's what I mean. Like, that's the stuff I care more about. Like, like Instagram followers and stuff. That's cool. But the more people that just know what we're doing and right. enjoy and enjoy it. Like, like the bit, that's the big thing is like, just, I just want some person sitting in their room, listening to it and smiling or like freaking out or whatever, like whatever you're going to experience while you're listening to it. Hell like, yeah. I just want people to have that, you know? Yes. Um, awesome. So yeah, man, we appreciate you joining us on this show, man. And, and hopefully we'll get you back on soon. Cause like, I'd love to have you and some of the other members on, you know, and talk some more shit. Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone's always down. We're sitting around doing nothing at the moment, so whenever you can. Sounds <laughs> sounds great, man. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us. I was your host, Wayne. I'm the rum guy. And that was Chris from the band Drag. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to keep it, keep it metal. That's it.